What up, everybody? want to welcome you all back to the Socks and Sandals podcast, where society, culture, history, and religion collide, and we unapologetically discuss our worldviews. It's your guy, Emmanuel. I'm back. I'm in my bedroom. I'm whipping it up because uh, I got my son and my nephew downstairs playing Fortnite, and they're making too much noise, so I had to come upstairs. You know what I'm talking about? But, uh, yo, I got this, uh, got this episode that I want to do. Um, obviously, you're listening to the episode, but what I'm going to do is a uh, kind of like a read and react. I've done this before. And I think I've done this pertaining to Kanye before. Um, I continue to be super intrigued by what's going on. Uh, I've went through so many, like a, a range of thoughts and emotions when it comes to Kanye and this whole whatever sunken place or not or no sunken place or what what whatever is going on the the coonery, the sambo energy that he's giving off like all, all the things that are going on you know but you know with the with the most recent video that came out when it came to uh, i think it was what thursday or friday october the 12th or 13th or something like that so um he met with president trump him and jim brown met with president trump and they were set to have a lunch but uh, you know before the lunch it just was a, a big big media fiasco or whatever you want to call it um it was a great media opportunity so um what i what i did was i watched there was a lot of like shorter clips out there just him saying crazy stuff little sound bites um the clip of him giving trump a hug and how weird how awkward that looked and cringeworthy it was but you know after really digesting what he was saying um and just other things that have been going on surrounding you know kanye i'm starting to believe that um i mean he i'm sure he has some type of mental illness issues and they say he's bipolar so okay that's it's, it sounds like that's what it is for him but um you know a lot of what kanye is doing is being written off as he's still in the sunken place he's not in his right state of mind he doesn't know what he's doing he's off his meds and he he might be off his meds for some of this stuff like he seemed like he was off his meds for the tmz rant because you know the 400 years of slave comment that was that was wild you know and uh, just other things that he was doing but but the interview with trump when i listen to it i'm like yo I don't think people are really hearing what he's saying. You see what he does. He has the MAGA hat on. So you initially, as a black person in America or anywhere, you typically are dismissing him simply because he has on a MAGA hat. Like, I don't care what comes out your mouth. I see the hat. You're a coon. I'm done with you, right? Uh, you're in a sunken place. You lost. You married to a Kardashian. You got a Kardashian curse. I don't, I don't hear nothing you're saying. But what I want to do is read and react or listen and react. So I'm going to play a little clips. And just kind of jump in jump out but i really want y'all to hear what he's saying and see where he's going and then tell me if if this is being driven by mental illness or someone who is very aware of what they're saying what they're doing and has a plan and a purpose with what's going on all, all the things that are being pulled not just for for publicity but um for business purposes so let's go ahead and get it started all right here we go Kanye West in the Oval Office. Watch. The entire country and give opportunities. A lot of times it's just the overall lack of reparations that we at any 
given point, we say, oh, this is racist, this is racist, this is racist, this is racist. So we don't have a reparations, but we have a 13th Amendment. We got to open up the whole conversation. So, and uh, that's a move, one of the moves that I love that liberals try to do. Now, him talking about the 13th Amendment, that, if, that greatly, you know, disproportionately affects black folks in America. Um, us being incarcerated and basically, you know, it's, it's just the new Jim Crow, like uh, Michelle Alexander said, the new slavery. I mean, it, it is it's slavery when you get in prison, when you go to jail, um, slavery is still legal. If you're in prison, you have no rights. They can treat you as a slave. You are a slave, according to the 13th Amendment. Um, that's what the 13th documentary is about. So if Kanye is trying to attack that and lobbying for 13th Amendment reform, that's huge for the black community. It's huge for us. So um, does that sound like somebody who's out of his mind and is not thinking right and is not making sense? No, that makes a lot of sense to me, at least to me. You, I mean, you, you, you are you. You take it how you want to take it. But uh, I'm taking it as, yo, this dude is really thinking. He's thinking forward. He's thinking about improving situations for people that don't you know necessarily aren't living the way that he's living but it's his people right so all right here we go the liberal will try to control a black person through the concept of racism because they know that we are very proud emotional people so when i said i like trump to like someone that's liberal they'll say oh but he's racist you think racism can control me oh that don't stop me that's an invisible wall you think racism can control me so that that right there is a profound statement because racism should not control you. That's a fact. You should be you. We as a as a people, as African people or those of that the of the diaspora, we should not be controlled. I mean, we are all victims of racism, whether we like it or not. But we should not be controlled mentally by racism. So what Kanye West is attempting to do, I'm not saying that he's successful at it, but what he's attempting to do in his individual life is overcome racism mentally. That is not going to stop me. He, what he's admitting is that I know Trump is racist, but that is not going to stop me and my life and my mission. Now, the way Kanye is going about it, you know, playing, you know, playing up to massa and and hugging on massa and all that type of stuff it's coonish but he he is aware he has a he has a goal in mind he has a vision in mind and here is he's going to speak more about his vision you have one question we're going to go to another question okay. i answered your question i don't answer questions as simple sound sound bites you you are tasting a fine wine it has multiple notes to it you better play 40 chess with me like it's minority report because it ain't that simple it's complex on time, so I would like to know what you would like to ask President Trump to do for Chicago. You're here to talk about crime in Chicago. The, the thing that um, that the uh, head of the police and um, Mike Sachs met with me last night at the Soho House about was we feel that stop and frisk uh, does not help the relationships in the city. And everyone that knew I was coming here said, ask about stop and frisk. That's that's. Stop and frisk is terrible. You know, it does give police even more of a license to harass um, young black kids, especially black boys or just any any black person uh, for that matter. Um, just it gives them even more of a license to mistreat, disrespect 
and um, have just no good reason at all to be able to stop someone. Um, and it's almost like they have no rights. Like the, if the police can just approach you and shake you down at, at a moment's notice, which is very uh, antagonistic to the black community, um, very hum humiliating to the individuals. And it creates a separation. There's no trust. It's all fear and uh, does not create a great relationship uh, between the black community and the police. So I believe what he's saying is very coherent and logical. It makes a lot of sense. It doesn't sound like somebody who is mentally, you know, disjointed or whatever, mentally discombobulated or whatever you want to call it. Um, sunken place, all that good stuff. He, he sounds like he's using sound logic speaking on that in my estimation. That's uh, the number one thing that we're uh, having this conversation about. Uh, another thing is opening up industries and we've got to get some tax breaks to because, you know, mm. opening up industries. We got to get some tax breaks. He is lobbying right now. He's talking business right now. This isn't somebody who is just aimless out here just talking reckless this man is talking business racism isn't going to stop kanye from making his business moves all right let's con let's continue we're making um we got a speed factory in atlanta but the shoes are costing us 300 dollars, so it's costing us too too much to make things so we need some prototypes here so we can get people back working so china can't just beat us and vietnam can't beat us you got levi's the greatest jeans company in the world making their jeans in uh in vietnam so we're going to need to get a few breaks to be able to have some places in my hometown of chicago and the 2.7 million to the 9 million surrounding suburbs where we can create some factories now i think it'd be cool for them to be trump factories because he's a master of industry he's he is finessing trump right now he's appealing to the people when it comes to yo i'm going to create jobs in chicago you know there's 2.5 2 plus million in chicago 9 million in the surrounding areas we need factories and he's not saying factories in general he is talking business for himself he's talking about himself and his business profiting from these factories for his he said the prototypes cost three hundred dollars to make if he can get factories locally um and he can get tax breaks once again if he can get tax breaks from trump that means it'll cost him less to produce which means more money in his pocket he is thinking forward he's thinking in the future he's thinking about how can i not allow racism to stop me kanye has been talking about infrastructure he said give me a piece of the infrastructure he wanted more control with nike he didn't get that he got a little bit more control with adidas and now he is really moving forward and trying to get that infrastructure so he is trying to get factories built and he's he's stroking trump's ego for lack of a better term he is really stroking him right pause but he's saying oh we're gonna have some trump buildings named after trump because because he's a master of industry oh my god trump was over there smiling ear to ear his uh even his toupee started flopping around he was he got he got really excited you know what i mean so um and the funny thing is <laughs> yeah he could have the buildings named after trump but if it's kanye's building if he's the business owner he's the, if he's the proprietor he can change the name of that building at any time but he'll appeal to Trump. He said, "We're gonna we're gonna name him after you, Trump." Yo, man, we let's let's do this for America. 
But Kanye is really making business moves. He's thinking about himself, man. And he's not letting, in his mind, he's not letting racism stop him. He's going to find a way to win. All right? So um, let's, let's continue. I think it'd be cool to have Yeezy Ideation Centers, which would be a mix of education that empowers people and gives them modern information. Like, sometimes people say, this kid has ADD, this kid has ADD. He don't have ADD, school is boring. It was boring, it's not as exciting as this. We have to make it more. He don't have ADD, school is boring. It was boring, it's not as exciting as this. We have to make it more exciting, we have to mix curriculums. You play basketball while you're doing math. You, you, you learn about music while you meditate in the morning. We have to instate mental health and art programs. Uh, back into the uh, back to the city. So those are uh, and also Larry Hoover is an ex before we get to Larry Hoover. So what he's saying is factual. The school system is broken in America and we all know it. The school system is trash and he's talking about remixing, redoing school and he has his own idea and he's talking about bringing mental health back into it and uh, and art and all that good stuff. Riley, what you doing? Hmm? You're supposed to be taking a nap. My daughter over here coming in mid-episode. I'm, I'm taking a nap. You took your nap? Okay. I'm about to finish this up, okay? All right. So. Oh, we got old phone. The old phone's downstairs. Have it? Yeah. Okay. Um, so. So, yeah. So, he's. So, what he's saying is logical. Everything that he's saying right now is very logical. It doesn't sound like someone who can't think for himself. It doesn't sound like someone whose brain is in Jupiter and he's trying to put it back together and, and find the pieces of his brain and put it back in his head. He know he's saying very logical things that are relevant to society right now. All right. So let's not lose that in the MAGA hat. Right. So now he's talking about Larry Hoover. I believe Larry Hoover was uh, one of the. Uh, like main like founding crips or he was like a, a drug dealer or something like that i really don't know too much about larry hoover i've heard his name in rap songs um but what he said about larry hoover it was was pretty good and uh if you can get someone like that out of jail and help reform the block and reform the streets someone that's been there and done that um and can really make a change yo that's a win that could potentially be another win but let's let's get to what he was saying was turning his life around and as soon as he tried to turn his life around they hit him with six life sentences so i believe he's with you say don't tear down the statues larry hoover is a living statue he's a beacon for us that needs to see his family that needs to go out and represent when you have a block leader on every single block they can own the block as their own that's something i learned from jim brown from america I can we need to put curriculums for people who really came from the streets not people who are just trying to set us up to go into a work system or prison system that applies to what people are really going through which jim brown has created what about gun violence with all the debate about the second Facts. amendment going on the problem is illegal guns. Illegal guns is the problem. Not 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 legal guns. We have the right to bear arms. Facts. President Trump has said that he favors stop and frisk. Are you guys going to be discussing that? Do you think you can change his mind? Yeah, we're we're gonna we're gonna discuss. I didn't mean to put you on blast like that, bro. But it's definitely. Uh, I'm open minded. I'm here. Yeah. Mr. I am open minded. Like to speak at one of your rallies. He can speak for me anytime he wants. Cringe mm, worthy. Smart cookie. Smart. He gets it. But these two guys. Kanye has appealed to his ego. Doing this for a long time. 
as a future presidential candidate? Uh, could very well be. Only after him. Could very well be. That's good. I'm glad that Only after him. He's saying all the right things, man. Kanye's, he know what he's doing. Stroking that ego. Oh, the the audio goes blank for whatever. But do you hear the strokeage? Trump is but grinning right believe, now, ear to ear. We are going to make America great. Now the thing is, my another thing is, black people have an issue with the word again. Catch this. And I believe my feeling from that is because I'm going to throw, I'm going to go all the way, Sigmund, with because time is a myth. All we have is now. All we have is today. So the word again is doesn't that. hurt us because of the idea of racism and slavery. It, it it hurts us because we need to focus on who we are now, today. I, I believe so. I actually brought some hats in that have a bit of a transition. I'm not that trying to put you up there as a little bit. I made a hat up that says "Make America Great." Just that. But I would love to see at the Super Bowl. Trump wearing the Make America Great hat, Colin making wearing the Make America Great and showing that we can bend a bit on this side, we can bend a bit on this side. Business move, okay? He's making a hat, guys. This is a hat rollout. Make America Great hat rollout. He wants Trump and the Republicans. He wants the red to wear it. And then he wants Colin Kaepernick and the so-called progressives or liberals or Democrats he wants, he wants everybody to wear his hat because he will make millions of dollars from it. He is talking business right now. He is cooning. He is samboing it up. He has a strong sambo spirit going on right now. But Kanye is talking business. Do not miss what he's talking about. It sounds hey, stupid, but it's talking business. Turn the flashlight off, girl. Okay. Are you going to play on the phone? I'm going to actually um, pause this. Y I'm, I'm going to hop back into this. One second. All right, I'm back. Uh, it's a Saturday afternoon. I am upstairs. I got the kids downstairs. Uh, they're too loud, so I'm trying to do this in peace, but we'll see how that goes. But uh, All right, so let's get back into it. Hop back into the audio. Um, we yay and Trump. Stroking that ego, appealing to his pride. You're so respected. This is a business what Kanye's doing has been transaction for Kanye. This is ugly. Nobody cared. They wanted this it's not what this you teach your kids right? how to you know, make moves in the world. And no, the others were good, right? But this is what they want. But uh, well, I believe that's what Jim. he's doing. I want to tell you, I've been a fan of yours for a long time. Long time. Nobody like you. Nobody like you. No athlete like you. Well, you know why I'm here? I'm here to serve. Yeah, it's really nice, man. Let's fast forward to this. And you know that's always been the way Jim has been for a long time. Oh. And he just wanted to help. And 
But they have to do. I mean, we all agree they have to do something. That's the issue. Is it a law enforcement issue, a legislation? Oh, it's talking about Chicago. It's a combination of both. Right? Yeah, I guess it is. But I think it's probably a combination of both. And it's also a respect issue. They respect this guy. They respect this guy. Pointed at Kanye and Jim Brown. Right now, they're not respecting, let's say, your mayor or let's say your leadership in Chicago. But certainly, it shouldn't be happening. What's going on there should not be happening. Steve, go ahead. Uh, honestly, from our standpoint, this was just set up to be a lunch of two people that I like, and I guess they like me. And we're gonna have lunch. We're gonna talk. Mm-mm. You said, you said, I guess you know I love you. But I don't want to take. I don't want to put you in that spot. But, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm standing. Here comes the spot. hug. I love this guy right here. Let me get this guy. <laughs> a hug right here. I love this guy right here. Really, yeah, him in. Yes, yeah. that's really nice. And that's from the heart. I didn't want to put you in that position, but that's from the heart. Special guy. These two are special people. Mm. Whether you like it, whether you don't like it, they're special people. And I appreciate it. Jim, Kanye, I appreciate it. So let's go have some lunch. Okay? Thank you all very much. All right, guys, let's go. Make way out. Cringe-worthy. So cringe-worthy. Um, once again, a very, a very strong Sambo spirit. Um, that looks like has, has come over Kanye, but his tactic is trash when it comes to how he's going about it. It does not look good. Once again, that's not how you teach your kids how to move in the business world or just in the world period. You don't, you know, capitulate to white supremacy and, and, you know, yes, massa and just minstrel show it up. However, that is how Kanye is going about it. And at this point in time, Kanye does not care about public opinion. That's the, I mean, that's that's really what it comes down to. Kanye is trying to win by any means necessary. He is a businessman and he is making business moves. Now, is he the wisest? Maybe not. Is he the smartest? I don't I don't know. I mean, we all know his background of being a college dropout, didn't finish school. He's not the most scholastically educated guy, you know, Um, so he's using what he has. He's he's doing what he can do based upon where he's at in life and how he's gotten there and how he feels like he can win. He's being consistent. He's keeping the same energy. That Sambo energy is strong uh, among Kanye, you know, uh, so it's that's what he's doing. He is really appealing to Massa. He is really stroking that ego. The ego stroke is is on a thousand right now. Stroking Trump's ego. So the crazy thing about it is Kanye has like socially among especially the culture, uh, black culture, black, black America, the diaspora at large. He's at rock bottom when it comes to his approval rating, for lack of a better term. Like he he is at rock bottom. And the crazy thing is he's still a legend. Right. He's still a legend, bro. Kanye is still a legend. And if he puts out a dope song, if he changes his tune, if he does a few correct things people will welcome him back with open arms they love to see a star rise 
They love to see a star fall and they always love a comeback story. So Kanye, he's primed for a comeback story. When he went to the sunken place, you know what I mean? He had he was on hard times and what whatever. Now, you know, and then but th- that's that's what's gonna happen. To me, this is what's gonna happen. Five, 10, 15 years down the line. If he gets these factories built and he gets the infrastructure that he needs, we all know that he is a creative genius and he is going to continue to influence and create when it comes to music and when it comes to clothing. He's dominated music. He's a legend in music. You cannot take away college dropout. You cannot take away late registration. You cannot take away graduation classics. And some would even say my dark twisted fantasy. That's a classic. 808s and heartbreaks have mixed reviews, but it has it has stood the test of time. Like that that album was very influential into the sound. Even Drake's sound. He even say that a lot of what he started to do and the sound that him and 40 created was solely inspired by 808s and heartbreaks. That vibe that he created, that sleepy vibe of music. You know what I mean? So it Kanye's legacy as a musician and in hip hop is set. He's a legend, so that cannot be taken away from him. What he's doing in fashion, like the Yeezys, and what he's going to continue to do is going to be set, and don't let him get the infrastructure because he is a creative genius. That no one is denying that. So what I'm saying, what I'm what I'm seeing here is that this just might work. Kanye just might be one of the few people to greatly benefit from the Trump administration. And if he gets these factories, 10, 15, 20 years from now, he's a legend. He's a mogul. And our kids and our grandkids aren't going to think twice about this moment in time, about him cooning it up. Because he may have done so many good things for the black community that, you know, we, you know, if he does good for us, we're going to forgive him. We know that because we love his music. We have much reason to forgive him because because we really love everybody loves Kanye. Everybody loves the old Kanye. And we just want and if, if the old Kanye flashes back. At that, when he's 50 years old and things change and he's doing better, we're going to love him and all of this stuff will be forgiven. And one thing will be sure he'll still have his factories and he'll have more factories and he'll employ many people. And our kids and our grandkids will look up to him because he'll be one of the few black moguls that has like so much industry that he's brought back to America that maybe no one in America will, will have done because no one is. There's not a lot of production being done in America. So if he's a pioneer of it and he's black at that. He's black excellence. That's a fact. He will be included. He'll be back at the cookout. He'll be he'll be invited to, you know, all the family functions. Like he's he's back. He will be back if he pulls this off. And the the crazy thing about this whole situation is that Kanye can't lose. If he if it doesn't work out, what are people going to say? Well, we've already he's he's in the sunken place. He's mentally unstable. He's, he's going through manic episodes. So this is all crazy. So of course it's not going to work out because he's crazy. But if it does work out, then he is everything that he said he was, that he told us that he was. He is a genius. He is on par with Steve Jobs, 
and Bill Gates, Ralph Lauren, and whoever else he idolizes and thinks is a great mind. He will be up there with them because all that matters when it comes to history is results. You know, the Cel the Celtics of the 70s and, and Bill Russell and them, like Bill Russell got 11 rings. The Celtics of the 70s, they team was so unfair, bro. They had like eight, nine Hall of Famers on one team. And all these other teams had maybe one or two Hall of Famers that they were playing against. So they had a legendary squad and they will be forever revered and argued because the old generation seen them as dominant. Our kids, our kids will idolize the Golden State Warriors for the rest of their lives. Now we as millennials, older millennials and older adults that are 40 plus or 35 plus in uh, 2018, we won't see Golden State like that because we see them as, oh, they was cool and then Kevin Durant went there and he took the cheap, easy, easy route. But then what he's done and what LeBron has done, when that becomes the norm, and there's a paradigm shift of how players play and how they go to certain teams to make mega teams, like that'll just be par for the course. And so there won't be a negative stigma. So you'll just, so our, our grandkids will look at Kevin Durant as a legend, period. They're not gonna say he was soft, he was weak, he couldn't do it with OKC. No, he's like, they were like, oh, that's, that's what you do. That's what LeBron did, that's what Kevin Durant did. And that's what LeBron James Jr. or whoever else is gonna be the next star. That's what everyone is going to do. And so they won't be revered as so what so let's say trump let's let's think about bush right everybody hated bush even kanye was like yo bush hates black people especially you know when the hurricane katrina stuff went down and everybody thought bush was the dumbest stupidest like worst president ever but then trump comes along and then you look back at bush like yo actually bush wasn't that bad bro like bring bush back i kind of like him now compared to this dude trump Right? And so 10, 15, 20 years from now, there could potentially be somebody in office that is two that's two or three times more diabolical than Trump. And will make Trump look like, yo, Trump was kind of cool. Like he was a celebrity, he had TV shows, he was a businessman. Like, yo, yo, Trump wasn't that bad. Like, bring Trump back. Because this new dude, yo, like, it's it's a wrap. We gotta get we gotta get out of here. That's how people could potentially look back at. So when people look back at history that way, all this cancel culture, oh, Kanye's cancel. Ain't nobody gonna think about that. It does, it's just a blip on the radar. It's, it's nothing. It's a moment in time that will go away like a vapor. It's gone. But what will stand will be the factories, the business, him being a mogul, and all the things that he will have accomplished by this coonery and this sambo energy that he's exuding right so that's that's the thing like that's big picture with all of this stuff kanye could really potentially successfully finesse trump into getting the infrastructure that kanye needs for his business also i want to play this clip from um, LeBron's show on HBO. He had Drake on there and Drake was talking about how, you know, the beef went down between him and Kanye and Pusha T and how everything and how he got finessed by Kanye and how he got low key duped by Kanye. Um, and so this is, this is just to show y'all that he may have 
once again been in what, what we call the sunken place or he's mentally unstable but kanye is making business moves and this dude is he's real snake like he's kind of slimy he's greasy but the way that he's moving is calculated it's not erratic it's calculated so i'm gonna I'm play this clip all right here we go uh, trans ended up linking with with Ye and he you know sold me on this whole um speech of like you know i i'm i'm in a great place i'm making money and i'm a father and i want to you know be quincy jones and help you but in order to do that um you got to be uh, transparent with me and you got to play me your music and you got to tell me when you're dropping and i know you don't like to do things like that and so you know i was in the studio i guess you know we all kind of felt a genuine vibe from it so i played in my music and i told him when how I was much dropping. score did you have done by then maybe like 60 percent or something God. and then um and then from there it was all good you know uh, he played me uh like this he played you a beat right he played me lift yourself and he was like yo you can have this if you want um and i was hype i started writing to it and then he was like yo you gotta come to wyoming so wyoming happened and 40 went to wyoming early and he was like man i'm here a day early man something's off he's he like felt 40 it? said that yeah he's like this guy's working on an album man and I was like, for real? He just, he, told me, he just told me he wanted to Kanye like, invited him out there in the midst of the beef that they had with him, Kanye, and also pushed the tea towards Drake. Don't forget that. So the timeline. And, you know, ended up pretty much spending the majority of my time working on his music, like just trying to like <laughs> cook up ideas for him, you know? Write raps um, for him. trying to lend a helping hand you know cook, cook up listen I, I don't i don't knock anybody music is a creative experience uh that should be shared but anyway i was out there and i spent all my time pretty much working on his stuff and again i left wyoming and i was like okay well we left with we left with lift yourself and like a pat on the back you know so i was like all right it's all good well i guess yeah sure i'll i'll try and make the most of this and hopefully he sends some other things through by the way i'm in wyoming i play on march 14th I send him a picture of my son. Oh my god! I tell him I'm having trouble with my son's mother. We had a conversation. I shared my. Mm, mm, mm. So I wake up and all these dates are out one by one by one, all around June 15th. Yo, Kanye is. This is a pattern of behavior, man. Kanye, he's making moves. He's being strategic. I'm not saying it's good. I'm not saying it's positive. I'm not promoting anything that he's doing. But I want y'all to understand. I want y'all to see and just just hear what's going on. Don't just look at it because the the cap, the, the the MAGA hat will just have you. It will just it'll disillusion you. It'll turn you off. And you don't want to hear anything that comes out of his mouth because of that hat. But peep what he's doing, how he's moving. He's not as disturbed on a consistent basis that he's being portrayed or that we're making him out to be. Kanye has a plan. And he's executing. He's not as erratic as we think. He's not as erratic as the media portrays him. Or as we portray him on social media. 
alright so don't be rocked to sleep don't just follow the crowd and what everybody's thinking and what everybody's saying don't use conventional wisdom because conventional wisdom will have you stuck and have you behind the eight ball listen to the details y'all but I mean and you don't have to obviously you don't have to agree with everything that I'm saying this is just me putting things together making an observation on what I'm hearing and just what I'm seeing from Kanye and not and just trying to go a little bit further than the headlines because the headlines is, is never enough right so I want y'all to continue to dig if you care to dig um, continue to consider all the things that are going on um, hold back judgment don't jump out on a ledge too far I'm talking to y'all but I'm more talking to myself you know what I mean because time will tell he we're we're either right or wrong this dude is either crazy and he's out of his mind and he's moving like like he, he's moving in a way that's unproductive or this man is a genius and he's about to accomplish something that a lot of people are not really seeing right he's about to accomplish something that's good that could potentially be monumental and make him a mogul like we've never seen it if he brings production back to America and and starts a trend of being production bringing production to America instead of overseas right so um, I hope y'all enjoyed the album hope y'all enjoyed my daughter breaking in here and my nephew Caden breaking in here um, and disturbing the peace but also lending a little character to the episode right so um, grace and peace to y'all man hit me up on Twitter if you want to um, con continue or on Instagram I get actually more I'm, I'm on Instagram more honestly so um, but Twitter or Instagram at SXSNDLS the letters that you see on the cover of the iTunes or uh, SoundCloud that you're looking at right now so uh, hit me up Twitter Instagram uh, personal Facebook my government Emmanuel Williams um the show page on Facebook, Socks and Sandals. All right. I'll holler at y'all next week. Nike socks, Birkenstocks. Oh, what a faux pas. Unmasked, unabashed, unashamed. Hit a voice set of unacclaimed. Yeah, hit a voice set of unacclaimed. Maybe that's a taboo. Maybe it's a fab, but maybe just in fact, I was used to wearing bad shows. Bad shows.